1: Now from BetQL, it's time for the daily tip with Michael Jenkins.
0: Dang it, he's And let's be honest, I go for ambition, not what.
1: And Chelsea
0: Messenger. Don't kill the messenger, or the messenger will kill you. Yeah. Hey, Dad! Don't forget about me, the dogster. Presented by BetMGM. <laughs>
1: And we are off. It is hour three of the Daily Tip from BetQL, presented by BetMGM on a Thursday. Coming up in our final hour, we look at Sunday's divisional round games in the National Football League as the Lions. Look for another playoff win at Ford Field, which I'm told now is indoors. At 8.20, we bring in Chris Mack from the BetQLU podcast to get his thoughts on this weekend's NFL action. And finally, at 8.45, we delve into the very shallow mind of the Donkster along with bringing you our best bets. Chelsea, you know what I need right now? I need to gamble. And I'm not talking about sports betting. I'm talking about I need to be at a table. I need to have a drink in my hand. I need to be watching the dealer deal me some blackjack hands, and I need to sit down for a few hours and play. I got the bug. It's been a long time since I've sat down for an extended period of time and played blackjack. But I did that in New Orleans on What was it, New Year's Eve? The lovely Catherine and I did that, and we only played a few hands, but she got the bug. I always have the bug, and I got to go. Now, the thing is is that MGM National Harbor is a very quick drive from here, but I kind of don't want to let myself go because I'm afraid if I do, I won't leave. It could be one of those things. It could be 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning, and they'll say, you got to get ready for this show, buddy, and I'll be like, oh, what show hit me so you know i'm trying to balance my desires between how i know i'm built and i don't know what to do right now i'm kind of torn
2: we'll go on a friday afternoon that way you'll have like the whole weekend to pry yourself away from the tables uh that or you could just play on your phone do you ever play the internet casino games that are definitely not rigged
1: yeah, I made twice. I made a thousand dollars playing Blackjack Switch online and twice I lost it, and I started with ten dollars. Oh, no. I'm not even kidding. I know, and I should have cashed out because I thought I'd figured out the algorithm. No, it always gets you. You know how it works. Now, I only lost ten bucks, so whatever. but I kept building, building, finding a way, going against a little bit of strategy because I knew the computer would want me to play a certain way. Man, I thought I had it figured out. Oh God. Oh, what a run. And then I had to stop yep. because I was getting up in the middle of the night and playing because your computer is always right there. Obviously, your phone is always right there. I'd be at work. I'd be like, hold mm-hmm. on one second. Double down. Got it. Another $25. dollars let keep it going. Lost it all. Thankfully, I didn't put a lot in like I was saying. But man, it sucks me in. And then I have a hard time pulling myself away. It's like a few years ago, I was in Vegas with a buddy of mine and I was playing blackjack for hours and hours and hours and hours. I've told you, I played 26 straight hours once at Blackjack Switch. Swear to God, no lie, hand on a Bible. So when I get going, I just want to keep playing. I just love the rush. And I don't really, I, I want to win, obviously, but I'm more interested in riding it out and having the experience. And I've been playing for hours. And a buddy of mine texted me and was like, Hey, where are you? And I don't remember sending this text. And he was like, And I said to him, I go, I'm right here, man. And he's like, where, where, I know you're right here, wherever you are, but where are you in the casino? I can't find you anywhere. Oh, I love it. Chelsea. I need that fix.
2: Well, here was the problem for me. When I lived at a casino, I had nowhere to be. I didn't have a job. I didn't have anybody texting me. So like I could do this and like, nobody was texting Mm -hmm. me and saying, Chelsea, where are you? It was like, okay, well, Jake's already at the game. All you have to do is chill. So I had no reason to leave because for me, it was the automated crafts machine because it was like a dollar limit. So I put a hundred bucks in and I could, I, I could play forever. You know, if you play a dollar a hand or you play mm-hmm. like a dollar on each number, you want to play, you got a hundred bucks, you can play forever. So you just sit there yeah. and drink and push buttons and it's awesome. So I was thinking to myself, would it have the same effect if you had one of these machines at your home? Because I happen to think that it wouldn't. Like if there's No. no money on the table, like it's not the act of the pushing buttons. It is the adrenaline and the risk involved.
1: No question. And also, you know how they build those atmospheres. It hit me one time when I was sitting there. I don't remember where I was. It was probably Bellagio. Jim Grant. I forget where I was because I've been in Vegas a billion times. And I remember sitting there and I got a drink in my hand and I'm playing blackjack. I'm having a good time at the table. Of course the temperature is just right. No clocks anywhere to be seen. All of your senses are stimulated. Even the music was great. And I'm like, of course it's great. They know the age range of their clientele. They know the people who are going to be playing at this hour and they make sure that they're playing the kind of music that you like or something in that genre, because it's all a science, right? We want to keep you here. Mm -hmm. We want to keep you feeling good. And I thought, oh man, they got me. I love it. So you don't get to experience any of that at home. You can try, but it's just not the same.
2: Well, this is how I know this is me and the love of the game. Cause when I was doing this, I was not in Las Vegas. I was not at one of those fancy casinos. I was in Reno and let me tell yeah, you, the vibes dirty. there were not, like, impeccable. It was, like, 56-year-old Sue bartending in an outfit that she's been wearing for the last 30 years. She smells of cigarette smoke. Uh, mm-hmm. All you can hear is no music and the slot machines constantly going off. Buffalo! You know how they all have their, like, little songs? So oh, be, yeah, like, the yeah. Willy Wonka one and the Buffalo. So, like, the vibes weren't good. It's not like this was a great place to hang it was me and the people that had like those machines, the oxygen machines
3: that oh, were sitting God, on the yeah. slots.
2: You're like, wow, that's going to be me, isn't it? So I think be... I think oh. mine was pure love of the game. It wasn't the vibes.
1: It, oh, it's never the vibes. I've been at a Hooters, Hooters Casino in Vegas playing $1 blackjack and I'm like, dude. You smell like wings. It's two in the morning. Got to get out of here. There's like Dan Marino's wing shop or whatever it was right there. There's a three deep line behind you because everyone wants to play a dollar blackjack. I got to leave. I can leave immediately. And then where did I used to? O'Shea's. Oh, my God. That joint. Legendary. Then they closed it down and reopened it. And O'Shea's in Vegas. I don't even remember this. They had that little leprechaun walking around. And they would have a sideshow. show, I think, every evening. And then you'd walk to the back and people would be playing inside this mini casino, beer pong. Crazy. Then you walk in the bathroom and it smelled like they just poured Clorox all over it. Oh, those were good days. And that's how you know it's for the love of the game.
2: <laughs> right. Well, here's the difference. It's like when you're living in one of these towns and you're looking at social media, people are going to their jobs. It's a Tuesday afternoon. You're like, well... I got like $78 Mm. left. Guess I'll go ahead and keep going. I think that's when it started to sink in. Like that felt kind of low for me. Because it's one thing if you're gambling on vacation, but it's another when it's like your everyday life. Like this was my everyday life for six months.
1: Sounds glorious. $78. By God, that's 78 hands at Hooters. I am on my way. (laughs) Take me there right now. I could play this all day. Yeah, it'll get to you after a while. So six months, that sounds like you had a good run. And then maybe it was time to like slowly move away from that, you know, and here you are now playing in the snow with your family. What a run.
2: Well, towards the tail end was when I was pregnant and that's when I had to hang Ah. them up.
1: (laughs) he said, all right, time to put these cigarettes away for a while and (laughs) be a mom. I guess I'll do it. Let's make some picks this weekend that do involve a little sports betting. And we're going to start on Sunday in the NFL divisional round with the Bucks visiting the Lions. Lions laying six and a half. Lions minus 275 on the money line. The Bucks are plus 220. Your total is set at 48 and a half. So here we are. The Detroit Lions looking for two playoff wins in a row, Chelsea. Are they going to get this done or are we not giving enough credit? to Baker Mayfield on the box?
2: Well, first of all, have you seen the latest round of trash talk from the Lions going against Baker Mayfield? They said something to the effect of they would be a really good team if they had a a really good quarterback. And I don't know if, you know, that's necessarily false, but that Mm -hmm. is, you know, the slant that's going against Baker Mayfield, and you know Baker Mayfield used to talk a, a little trash himself, so I feel like he's kind yeah, of a feisty guy. Um, let's see the exact quote. Okay, this is from C.J. Gardner Johnson of the Detroit Lions. This group probably is one of the better groups we done faced all year. That is his words, not mine. Uh, besides that Tampa group, if you give that Tampa group a good quarterback, that's a great group. Evans Godwin gage that's a great group yeah i played against them for real do you think baker mayfield should be offended by this
1: no i don't because baker mayfield is a guy who's always been kind of a smack talker i feel like if this i feel like if this were not baker mayfield then maybe we wouldn't be hearing this in the first place i mean even if you go back to his college days wasn't he the guy planting the oklahoma flag in the middle of the shoe so he's, he's been a talker for, I think, the majority of his career. But I am surprised to sort of hear it because you know how it is in 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 the NFL. Maybe I'm not surprised because it's Baker. But at the same time, when things get this serious in the NFL, you tend to hear players speak in cliches and not say anything about any opposing player, particularly a quarterback. And to Baker's credit, I will say he's been very good down the stretch with this Buccaneers team. At the beginning of the season, we didn't even know he was going to start. There was a question as to whether mm-hmm. he was going to get the call for Tampa Bay or Kyle Trask was going to get this start. So to Baker's credit, and I'm not a Baker guy, he's been very good.
2: Oh for sure. And uh should be noted that he has faced the Lions this season. They lost that game 20 to 6. Baker Mayfield 19 of 37, only 206 yards with a completion percentage of 51%. But Baker Mayfield has been much better down the stretch. He's had at least 300 passing yards uh in 3 of his last 6 games, including that last one against the Eagles, had 337 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. So, Jinx, which Baker Mayfield do you think we get? Do you think we get the one that we have seen down the stretch? Or does Baker revert to the quarterback that's been the journeyman for, like, the last three seasons?
1: Oh, I don't know if he'll revert to being a journeyman again. I don't necessarily think he's going to light up the lines, but I kind of feel like, man, I go back and forth on this game. These games are so tough to handicap in the National Football League come playoff time. I kind of feel like maybe the Bucs. Can keep this close-ish. Now, the Buccaneers don't have, certainly don't have the offensive weaponry that the Rams have. And certainly Matthew Stafford is easily a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. But you can throw on the Lions. You can score mm-hmm. on the Lions. So, even if Baker Mayfield, he doesn't have to be all-world. I mean, Gardner Johnson himself was talking about those Bucks receivers And last week, they were very good. A lot of those touchdown passes, it was just Baker throwing it out in the flat or finding his guy open, letting the Eagles miss some tackles, and letting his receivers take off. He did have that one really nice throw to Chris Godwin. He was under pressure. Godwin came back for it. I think Baker just has to be a little bit above average, maybe. And because of the weakness in, ironically, that Lions secondary, maybe Tampa keeps this one close.
2: I think I would lean towards that way as well. Uh, Like, I don't want to lay six and a half at home with the Lions. It does Mm -hmm. feel like maybe there is some letdown involved as well. Do you think that's a factor here? When a team who hadn't won a playoff game since 1992, I believe, you saw that crowd. You saw how emotional people are. Do you think this is a letdown spot? I don't think so.
1: I don't think so just because it's the playoffs. And if there's any team that should be able to maintain hyper-focus, you would think it's a team Mm. that is looking for what? It's second playoff win since 1957. And we'll playing, playing in front of that Ford Field crowd. Eminem will be there leading chance or whatever. And and I do think, you know, Dan Campbell is going to Dan Campbell. There are times when he will make a coaching mistake or coaching decision perhaps that doesn't work out for his team but i will say as far as motivational ploys are are concerned he does Mm -hmm. a really good job of motivating his team just listening to him you can tell he is a player's coach his players will respond to him now will they win this game will they be prepared that's a different question but as far as This being a letdown spot, I think that's one area in which Dan Campbell will prevent his team from looking ahead at all. He will have his team at least laser focused on Tampa Bay just based on his personality.
2: Yeah, for sure. I don't think anybody's accusing of Dan Campbell not being high energy enough or high octane enough as much caffeine as he is drinking. I think the sabotage factor for the Lions is their secondary right now, uh, giving up the second most yards per attempt of any secondary in the NFL Baker Mayfield throwing the ball the way he is. That feels like the sabotage factor and maybe how the Bucks keep it close. Keep your eye on Baker Mayfield's passing prop, 244 and a half. Think that's a solid angle because he's been spreading the ball around quite a bit. Not sure which receiver to take, but maybe just count on Baker to pile up the yards.
1: I kind of like that play as well, Chelsea. Coming up next on the show, how about we ask BetQL's Chris Mack what he thinks about this weekend's playoff action in the NFL. She's Chelsea. I'm Jenks. That's coming up next on the Daily Tip from BetQL, presented by BetMGM. Our 3 rules on next.
3: Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on the Daily Tip presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL network. Welcome back to the Daily Tip presented by Bet MGM with Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger on the BetQL network.
1: Welcome back to the show. It is a daily tip from BetQL presented by BetMGM. I'm Michael Jenkins. She is Chelsea Messenger. Coming up, you never know what's going to happen when Chris Mack joins the show. The host of the BetQLU podcast is along in just moments. I did not know this existed. Chelsea, we've had the Golden Globes. Who cares? The Emmy Awards. Who cares? I'll tell you what I'm interested in. An awards program that I did not know existed until yesterday. The AARP Movies for Grown Ups Awards. Oh, oh yeah. It exists. Absolutely it exists. And it says that these movies are for people 50 plus who enjoy thoughtful storylines and top performances that speak directly to that particular age group. And Killers of the Flower Moon, directed by the great Martin Scorsese. One for best picture. Also Martin Scorsese, older than 50, which I think helps. He's an old guy now. So this is right in my <sighs> wheelhouse. From now on, it's only movies approved by the AARP. I'm going to go home. I'm going to watch Cocoon and that's an old reference for you. And then I'm going to watch 80 for Brady. Rita Moreno. Oh, that old dame. She's been doing it for a long time. Nothing but AARP movies for me from now on because I'm 50.
2: Yeah, you're a man and you're 50. Um I'm the a man movies and I'm that 50. kind of come to mind, I can think of two mm-hmm. that I think fall into this category. Mm-hmm. Wild Hogs. Do you remember this movie yes. that had like I don't even remember the actors, but they were like big name actors. They were kind of past their prime and they go on a road trip on their motorcycles. Do you remember any of the actors actors in this one?
1: Yeah, I think John Travolta, Tim Allen. Oh, it's it's an all-star cast of great actors over the age of 50. Let me look at who else is in this movie. Ray Liotta, William H. Macy. Macy. Yep. Oh, forget oh, those it. are the I'm going straight home guys. and firing up the old Netflix. Oh, yeah. Marissa Tomei, she's a looker. Oh, 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 oh. oh I can't wait. Ooh, maybe I'll watch that back-to-back with something else. What a great suggestion.
2: I say this because these are the movies that I grew up, well, not Wild Hogs, but, like, the actors who are in that movie. These are the movies yes. that I grew up having to watch. Like, my dad would put on anything with, like, sylvester Mm -hmm. stallone and we would watch it and i'm like dad can we watch my little ponies i'm eight and he's like no we're gonna be watching the sylvester stallone movie and next up we're going you know to chris christopherson or one of those actors so i watched (sighs) a lot of these movies against my will
1: i think your father did you a solid are we going to watch My Little Pony? Nope. Rambo 3 is up next, <laughs> Chelsea. So let's get you ready for the real world. And after I watch Wild Hogs, I'm going to go to YouTube, and I'm going to watch Wilfred Brimley say diabetes about 20 times diabetes. in a row. And then I'll be set for the day. Yeah. I'm just going to lean into it completely.
2: That and the Ray Liotta. Did you ever see the, the parody of the guy that did, like, the Chantix commercials? I think it's Kyle Dunnigan where he like does these oh. faces and he does the Ray Liotta, because Ray Liotta was the spokesperson for Chantix, which is like stopping oh. smoking. Oh, it's really funny. Oh. You have to watch it. Uh, yeah, I feel like it's not funny unless you've seen it. But Ray Liotta, one of those guys, too, one of my dad's favorites. Uh, but oh, yes, yeah. that's why I also got into basketball, because on Christmas, we were watching NBA. We were not watching Christmas movies. It was my dad and brother that was like, no, Chelsea, we're watching the NBA. You can go play with your presence. So yeah, here it's I like, am now. Let
1: me, I got I to I throw in this tape of George Miken before we do anything else. Right <laughs> Check out this guy. Oh, what a monster back in the day. All right. You know what time it is. Let's go.
0: I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so you know, many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The Mac is back. A turnaround shot that rattled wide. Subban, one more try. Deflected over the Mac. And the Pittsburgh Penguins again. Stanley Cup champion.
4: Chris Mack with a toss. Here comes a gadget play.
0: Randall L. He can throw. He was a quarterback in college. And he's thrown a touchdown to Hines Ward in the Super Bowl. Bringing all his college plays. Barkley from inside his own five. Barkley with a lead. Barkley with a burst. Barkley down the sideline. Saquon Barkley runs the opening kick. 97 yards.
1: You know, an ego song. He's putting in an old VHS tape of Yarmir Yager. Yeah. Mm, there we go. He's yeah. still hosts the BetQLU podcast every Mullet Thursday flowing. on YouTube.
4: Oh, oh, baby.
1: He's still playing. Chris, Yarmir Yager is still playing hockey, by the way. And every now and then you'll see a story pop up. It's wild.
4: It's, it almost hung up. They're, they're going to finally do a, a Jersey retirement ceremony with him here in Pittsburgh next month. It almost hung up like, actually getting that done before he was officially retired because they didn't want to do it while he was still playing. But eventually he relented and was like, well, I might play, you know, the odd game here and there as a 52-year-old or whatever he is for the team he owns in the Czech Republic. But yeah, I'll, I'll let you retire my number. Okay. So, <laughs> man, that mullet, though, just epic.
2: Is he actually 52? Like, I have very little hockey knowledge. Like, is he Uh, actually that old? Because riddle me this. I'm not a hockey gal, but it feels like hockey is such a physical game.
4: uh, Isn't it a young person's game? It is, but here's the great thing. Not to go off on a tangent about Yarmir Yager, but this guy will still work out after he plays a game. Like, he'll play a full hockey game, and he's done this since he was a kid. He'll play a full hockey game, and then he'll go work out for 90 minutes after the game. Like people tell stories of waiting like two hours after a game to get Yager's autograph in the parking lot. And he still wasn't out yet because he was working out after playing a full game. And that's why he's in such great shape for a 51 year old guy.
2: So he's a psychopath. That's <laughs> what it sounds like.
4: Given his known gambling tendencies, that's probably not a reach.
2: Oh, I need to look into this cat. I've heard of him. <laughs>
4: You'd love yogurt, Chelsea. You'd love him. Come on. My Come on into the player. hockey end of the pole. The water is warm. It's fine. Jenks I don't think, think it is warm. I think, think
2: it's ball. frozen. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Minor detail. I'm not particular about things. Chris, I
1: guess we got to move to football since we do have some Divisional round action on Saturday. wanted to ask you about the Texans and Ravens and get your thoughts here. Because the Ravens are laying nine. And Double D says, don't shoot the messenger. Double D says, quote, Lamar Jackson is going to fold like a chair. Like he always does in the postseason. Is this an
4: accurate statement from Double D? I would not expect it from Lamar this time around. I know his history in the playoffs is not great, um, but I, I look at this Baltimore team with the extra time off that they've had. I look at now, maybe there's a little bit of rust to knock off as far as timing goes on the offensive side of the ball. But I do think that when you look at, when you look at what Harbaugh has done in his years in Baltimore, off of a buy, he's 11 and six against the spread. Um, so Harbaugh off of a buy typically has his guys ready to go. Now that is not to say that I would lay nine, nine and a half on this thing. I think that number is where it is just to keep you from teasing it down past the three. So I do like Baltimore to win, but I do think it's going to be, it's going to be uncomfortable. I think at times for Ravens fans. When they look up in the third quarter and the Ravens defense still hasn't forced CJ Stroud into a mistake because that offense is built for him to avoid mistakes and the Ravens are having to kind of scratch and fight and claw their way to like a 24-20 victory or something like that. Don't be surprised if that's the game script. Is there a possibility in there that the Ravens come out hot and aren't affected at all by the bye in a negative way by having to find that timing again on offense? Sure, but I would, if I'm betting on this one, I am betting Houston plus the nine and a half.
2: I am as well. And it's not for the reason of Lamar Jackson. I just think it's faith in the Texans. Like this was, we talked about this. This was the line during the regular season, like at the first of the year, I feel like this Texans team is loads better. Such a young team. Now with some experience under their belt, they're playing with house money. All of the pressure is on the Ravens in this one. But one last thing before we move on Lamar Jackson It's still wild to me that he's only 27. Like, so you look at some of those playoff stats from like 2019, he was a young guy. Like, I keep thinking he's like 33, but he's just been in the league so long and he was so young when he got to the league that sometimes I think we forget that he is still a young guy with still a ton of playoff experience. Uh, So, other games on the board this week, Uh, which do you think? Is the most bettable because I think all these kind of have their landmines. Or one that yeah. it, kind of caught your eye and one that you like the most?
4: I mean, Tampa getting almost a touchdown. Um, I understand they've been a different team on the road than they have been at home, but I, I look at the Lions secondary and it hasn't really shown the improvements necessary down yeah. the stretch to give me any level of confidence tampa secondary although these are two bottom 10 defenses against the pass in the nfl for the totality of the season tampa's is much improved over the last two and a half months last 10 games they've only given up an average of 223 passing yards per game um and gone they've only allowed more than 300 i think twice in that 10 game stretch including last week's game so i trust tampa's secondary much more than i trust the lion's secondary uh and so six and a half is too much for me. I, I think this could be a much better game. This might be the best game of the weekend. In fact, I think there's going to be a back and forth nature to it. Both teams are going to have to figure out how to find a balance against an opposing defense that is good against the run. And if they have trouble finding that balance, I'll be honest, This sounds crazy. I think I trust Baker Mayfield in a game where if both quarterbacks have to drop back 45 times because they can't get anything going on the ground. Yeah, I think I trust Baker Mayfield. Over Jared Goff. I can't believe. I'm sorry. I'm still trying to wrap my brain around the fact wow. that I'm trusting Baker Mayfield Ooh. at all. But look at the way he's played over the last six weeks. Despite yeah. injuries as well in some cases. So, I do like Tampa to keep it very close.
1: We're talking with Chris Mackey. as host of the MetQLU podcast. Which drops each and every Thursday on YouTube. Also host on 93.7 The Fan in Pittsburgh. Yeah, let's get it in there. Host of fourth down in the Steel City. The podcast. Chris I got to get your take on Chiefs and Bills, and I think this is so fascinating based on their history, and now the Buffalo finally gets Kansas City at home, which is what they've Mm -hmm. wanted for years now. So is this the Bills' time, not necessarily to win the AFC, but to finally beat the Chiefs in the playoffs? Are you going with Mahomes as a
4: dog? He's been really successful in a spot like this. I think I like the Bills because I do think it's I do think it's going to be another one of those instant classics that we get from the Chiefs and the Bills, seemingly, mm-hmm. every time they meet in the Mahomes and Allen eras. Um, I think it's a, a field goal game. I think Buffalo's able to cover that field goal because what I saw from their defense last week, and again, we could talk about how was it was against the Steelers' offense, but that was a Steelers' offense that had kind of found some things down the stretch. Even with Mason Rudolph, at quarterback, they had found some things. What the Bills' secondary did, though – to the Steelers receivers was they just muscled them at the line of scrimmage through their routes to the top of their routes. And even sometimes beyond they were very physical. This Bills secondary will muscle up on receivers and for a set of wide receivers outside of Rasheed rice, who is probably thinking not just, okay, got to get open, got to get open, got to make this cut, got to make that read, but also thinking, and then catch the ball. Um, I think it's going to be difficult for Mahomes to connect with anybody beyond maybe Kelsey and Rice. I don't think there's a lot of weapons for him to utilize right now. And I think Buffalo's defense, despite some injuries at inside linebacker, which may open up some things in the middle for both Kelsey and Rice and may give Pacheco a little bit of room in the run game. I I think they're going to have a hard time really getting consistently going. It's going to be again about the chiefs defense, which is what it's been about most of this season and despite the absence of TJ Watt, that was still a pretty good Steelers defense out there on Monday. And you saw what Josh Allen's capable of doing. I I mean, not only can he put the ball exactly where it needs to be in the middle of the field for his tight ends, not only are his wide receivers catching the ball and then making things happen downfield, but Oh, if everything else fails, I'll just take it myself and run half the length of the field. I think this is Josh Allen bills were, I don't want to say lucky, but almost fortunate in the way that they had to scratch and fight and claw for every last W down the stretch to stay in the conversation. They've been in that mindset for seemingly two months now, and I think that helps them, especially getting Mahomes on the road in Buffalo. So I like the Bills.
1: He is Chris Mack, host of the Beck QLU podcast. Oh, man, I wanted to ask you very quickly. We'll throw it in very quickly. Do you have a feel on Packers, Niners?
4: this is a tough one Um, my initial lean and it's i wouldn't probably not lay the nine nine and a half just because it's too much yeah but i my my feeling is the packers run into a buzzsaw here uh shanahan for what it's worth looking up those numbers after the buy not as good after a buy closer to 500 against the spread after a buy so that's something to consider but i think i still lean san francisco to cover most likely
1: Here's our guy, Chris back for the BetQLU podcast. Check him out each and every day on 93.7 The Fan in Pittsburgh. Chris, we appreciate it. Thank you, bud. Thanks, guys. Coming up next, we keep the good times rolling as we check in on the Donkster and reveal our best bets on this Thursday. It is the Daily Tip from BetQL presented by BetMGM.
3: Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network. Let's get back to the daily tip with Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL network.
1: Oh, I love looking down as we come back from break and I see Chelsea working feverishly on college basketball. Today, a Tip for Beck, QL presented by BetMGM. I'm a Michael Jenkins live in D.C. She is Chelsea Messenger live in Nashville, Tennessee. You said that you had nothing going on. Oh, it's so boring there. It's just snowing. I bought three bags of bird feed. I've seen a cardinal. I've seen a titmouse. I've seen a blue jay. But I saw on Instagram yesterday, it looked like you guys were having some sort of party, like some sort of sled party. Did I mistake you for someone else? Because it looked like the neighborhood was having a ball there.
2: Oh, I was not invited to this party. This was what? high school boys. So, the scene, <laughs> but all
3: of Wait, those people okay. were
2: the high school boys of the area. And listen, okay. I know these boys are not of age by looking at them, but they are passing around like liquor. So, it's been getting pretty rowdy on, like, the slopes of our golf club. But let's... Let's be real I was not invited to this party I was not partaking in this party but those are the people you saw
1: oh I was wondering oh did you take heart in this did you do a no. shot some kids like hey <laughs> hey lady lady fireball you want some fireball you look come on come on we're all doing it yeah are you are you, are you you're her husband right okay okay you keep the girl what's your name Chelsea come over here and, and come down the hill with us sounds like a blast.
2: I think maybe if they were like college (laughs) aged, I would maybe be in that boat. Yeah. But now the age gap is so severe that Mm -hmm. they don't even look at me that way. Like I definitely am squarely in the mom lane for like this demographic, which is fine. Like I want to be, I am not trying to be in that demographic, but you get what I'm saying. Like when there is like somewhat of an age gap, you know, maybe they'll reach out to you. But, like, the bigger it gets, the more they're like, oh, that lady's probably going to call the cops, which is, you know, actually probably more in line. Cause I was like, are any of you legal? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's nothing illegal about
1: taking a sled ride down a snowy you know I mean? bank. Well, you're not doing it's, anything. You're just.
2: It's the alcohol. Like, the sledding's not illegal. It is. Oh, the I thought you meant the drinking. sledding. I'm
1: like, is there a law against it? No. Oh, yeah you don't want to be Teen the, the lady passing out booze pretty much illegal <laughs> like, it is what's the legal drinking age now 14 15 mm, no <laughs> it's Tennessee it's got to be 12 come on these kids have been drinking for years getting ready for college not a big deal
2: maybe but it's not legal and like I didn't want to be grouped into that because that's the thing yeah. I don't care what they do if they're not mm-hmm. driving whatever but the thing is even by being like on the premises, like I don't want to sure. be included of like condoning that. Cuz like they literally just have open bottles of liquor. I'm like at least put it in a cup. Like you don't <laughs> have to be like brazen about it and having right. glassware. So yeah, I was not invited to that party. Those were people but not my people.
1: I like to imagine someone complaining like let's say you complain to the local Hendersonville police. And then I like to imagine someone walking up, pulling his pants up and going, ma'am, this is Hendersonville, Tennessee. My son's been drinking since eight years old, so it's not a big deal. We're just going to turn a blind eye here. These kids are going to have some fun. We're all going to go home. All right? All right. You guys have a good night. And that's it. That's just the way it's done in the community there.
2: Oh, no. Hendersonville, the police are the worst. Like, this is the area where I got like three speeding tickets and two of them were going for like eight over and nine over. Because I thought that there was like the 10 mile an hour rule We're like if you're going like under 10, you know, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But the police here are like pretty adamant. Like we live in a community where people are rule followers. So huh. I don't think they would turn a blind eye.
1: Huh? All right. I guess we got it wrong then. Once again, the long arm of the law wins. Coming up next on Back QL Daily, Ian Harditz from MB Fantasy Life will join the show and talk NFL playoffs. If you missed our conversation with Chris Mack from the Back QLU podcast and his take on the playoffs, not to worry. All you have to do is download and subscribe to the Daily Tip wherever you get your pods. All right. Let's do it and hand out our best bets. Time to place your bets. As per use, we're going to start with you, Chelsea. What is the first winner on your card today?
2: Oh, deep breath. Because normally I don't like taking road teams and college hoops, but I think we're starting to see it built into the line. Because when I saw that Troy was getting points on the road at South Alabama, I kind of scratched my head because Troy has been on an absolute tear as of late winning six straight games, got a good win over a really solid App State team. If you look at the mid-major rankings, App State number six on that list. So that was a good win for Troy. And so you look at South Alabama, you say, okay, this is not the better team. But Troy is getting a point and a half here. So I will take that little bit of wiggle room and go with the better squad here. Troy's offense is really dynamic this season, averaging over 80 points per game, And here's the thing, they're getting a lot of second chance looks because they're one of the better offensive rebounding teams in the nation, top 30 in offensive rebounding percentage. So I don't think the rebounding and the post play goes away just because you're on the road. So I'll take the points with the much better team in Troy, maybe this line stinks, but I'll take the points. Let's go, Troy.
1: Let's go, Troy. I'm going to the ice. Got a couple picks, and I'm starting with Stars Flyers under 6.5 minus 140. What do we have here? Jake Edinger back in net for the Stars. Always say Edinger, Edinger, whatever. He's a great goalie. And he was banged up. And the stars before he got banged up were definitely an under team. Now he's back in the lineup getting acclimated again. Then you've got Carter Hart going between the pipes for the Flyers. And you always have to look at the low end of a total when he's in net. Also, the trends, definitely your friend here. In seven of the last 10 meetings between these two teams, the under has hit. And also that Philly offense, as we know, absolutely putrid. One of the worst in the NHL. Under six and a half goals is the play in Philly.
2: All right, so we've got our hockey play. We've got our college hoops play. What about the third member of our Best Bets crew, the Magic 8-Ball?
3: Let
1: us
0: gaze upon the glorious Magic 8-Ball. Shall it fade or tail these noble (laughs) betters?
2: All right, 8-Ball, what do you think of our plays today? I'm going with Troy in college hoops plus one and a half at South Alabama. Do we like it, 8-Ball says... Come on, 8-Ball. We need an answer. Uh, It is decidedly so. That's one for one. How about two for two from the line? All right. Stars flyers under six and a half. 8-Ball says you may rely on it. That's That's
1: what I'm talking about. Let's get a sweep tonight to check out the 8-Ball and every show on the BetQL network. It's easy. Just go to twitch.tv slash BetQL. Chelsea, I know you have another play as well. What do you think?
2: Yeah, let's go Austin P. minus three and a half at home over North Alabama, fading all the directional schools of Alabama today. Uh, This line has been moving very steadily. This was one and a half last night. So clearly a lot of money coming in on Austin P. to make it move two full points. Kim Palm has this line at five. I'm taking the team that's much better at home. So following that line movement. And I know of Austin P because it's in Clarksville. It's close to us. And the cheerleaders, they say, Let's go pee. Let's go pee. <laughs> and I as like a 12-year-old thought that was hilarious. So Austin P, let's go. Let's go pee.
1: Let's go pee. One more play on the ice. This was actually <laughs> my play last night. But it got snowed in, postponed, so we're going to go with it again. Blackhawks at the Sabres under 6.5. I like it even better tonight because we've had a change in net. It's minus 130. Look at the offenses, or lack thereof, when you're talking about Buffalo and Chicago. Sabres without Jeff Skinner. He leads the Sabres in goals. And the Blackhawks still without Conor Bedard. He's their all-everything stud. So he's out as well. Plus, look at Chicago recently. Less than two goals per game in their last five games while raking second to last in the NHL. Buffalo, not a whole lot better. 22nd in the NHL in scoring. I'm looking for another low-scoring affair on the ice. Under 6.5 between the Hawks and the Hawks. And the Sabers. Let's do your BetQL five-star best bet for insight, analysis, historical trends, and more five-star best bets. Download the BetQL app. Oh God, Donkster. Go ahead, give us a play. Dad, I don't know if you can see i have five remotes in front of me when you leave i'm gonna watch a movie and my favorite movie of all time is called my donkey my lover and i it came out in 2020 and you can watch it on voodoo oh well that sounds mildly inappropriate Donkster. please just give us a play okay dad coyotes at connects under six in the hook blues at capitals money line minus 115 okay thank you i don't want to touch those remotes ever again let's find out what's coming up next back on back daily and bring in at egross and good morning to you have you already put in your plays for this weekend's nfl action i feel like maybe you
0: have I haven't quite put in everything yet, but I am dabbling in terms of certain ideas that I like certain sides that I am feeling Uh, a couple of projections here uh, make a whole lot of sense as far as how to get on top of certain numbers that I am expecting to move and certainly one of them that I'm feeling feeling pretty confident in is Taking the points with the Kansas City Chiefs. I do feel like that those two additional days in terms of preparation, that's going to matter a lot for KC. And with Buffalo, I I don't know if necessarily the playoff history matters all that much, but I do believe that Kansas City, despite the receiver problems, they do have the superior quarterback.
2: One quick question How do the numbers change in the postseason, or do they, when it comes to your projections?
0: They really don't. They really don't. I think there are certain things you need to factor in and keep in mind. Like, say, if there's some sort of a rematch, I do think that original Mm -hmm. meeting can shed some insight as to what to expect. It's kind of like divisional games, right? Like that second meeting, sometimes if one team did something really well, well, now they can counter it. So I do think the playoffs can work similarly, but for the most part, I treat them like regular season games.
1: See, I like the bills, and this is how you know to trust Ed instead of me because behind him, he has dollar signs. I have the donkster watching questionable movies next to me. Ed,
0: we appreciate Scramble it. Pictures. Yes. pictures. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Ed. That's it for us on this edition of The Daily Tip from BenQL, presented by Bad MGM. She's Chelsea Messenger. I'm Michael Jenkins. No matter what side you're on, good luck on all of your bets. Have a great Thursday. We will see you tomorrow. Bye.
3: You've been listening to the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. If you missed any of the show, listen back anytime on the new and improved Odyssey app. <laughs>